Welcome to the podcast, Business of Collaboration, created by CollabWith. CollabWith is a SaaS and digital platform that enables innovation ecosystems to connect startups, academics, and businesses in a matchmaking meets marketplace setting. Cara Pasquale, founder and CEO of CollabWith, will be your host of this podcast, Business of Collaboration, where she will share her conversations with super innovators and super collaborators, such as startup founders, researchers, academics, and industry leaders. During these episodes, we want to share with you stories and interviews behind innovation, technology, and research. Together, we will connect the dots between ideas and solutions among projects through a collaboration and innovation mindset. Join the CollabWith platform directly at platform.collabwith.com or get more information about our memberships on collabwith.com forward slash more info. Meanwhile, learn and enjoy the conversation. I am Hara Pascual, founder and CEO of CollabWith, and I will be your host today. Our guest is Adriana Cabrera, FabLab Director of the FabLab Matrix Lab and Innovation Manager of the European Project CMAX. Adriana will talk about the European Project CMAX, the story behind the project and the results until now, but also how the project CMAX was using the innovation ecosystem canvas from Jara Pascual to define and orchestrate the ecosystem and the 20 living labs and other ecosystems from textile to chemical ecosystems. Enjoy the conversation. Adriana Cabrera, welcome to the podcast Business of Collaboration. Thank you, Haro, for this invitation. We are very happy to, to be here and to contribute in this innovation ecosystem. You are Matrix Lab Director and as well Innovation Manager at CMEX EU project. But one of the special things we have, I think you and me, is like you were in one of the Q&A books sessions and you were reading the book and you were already applying the Innovation Ecosystem Canvas. And I was super surprised, wow, already one month after the book is launched, you are already applying the canvas. And I was fascinated how it was helping you to define the CMEX ecosystems and as well to connect other ecosystems. So that's why I would like to invite you to explain what is CMEX. Well, CMEX is a European project with uh, different partners in different countries, where it's uh, the specialties that come from two ecosystems. There is um, TCBL, that is textiles and clothing business labs, and uh, that it's more focused on, on, let's say, business and how labs can collaborate. And also another program that is more focused on education, that is the Textile and Technology Academy. The name is Fabric Academy. There is more about a distributed program with different fab labs, uh, more like, I think, like 20 fab labs around the world. And we are working, especially I, I am coming from the ecosystem of the Fabric Academy, of the Textile Academy, that it's, let's say, by coincidence, by this woman that has uh, these special ideas, but unique at the same time. And as, as you 
think this uniqueness could be weird, you know, but at the end we made each other and said like, ah, let's do something. And we started to work very hard since uh, several years. And also together, as I said, with the textile and clothing business labs, we came with the idea of working for this program size uh, women for and with society. And we start to do a program around textile, how to bring women in innovation and sustainable innovation through skills, inspiration and networks. And that's what is Shimix. <laughs> so it seems super complicated, but at the end you have a social innovation part of the women community and as well the part of supporting the ecosystems to innovate and as well to have this angle of sustainability, which is super much needed in the fashion industry and textile industry now. But what is the story behind CMAKES and what is the results until now? In a sense, yes, that's, I think, uh, one of the key that we, a key point that we came for this technology, science and background and trying to keep this, let's say, two points, two entry points to understand how we could bring values to the ecosystem. And especially by looking the issue uh, in gender in the textile industry. Although textile could be very appealing for women, but when we start to look for people or for women that wants to, to be leaders, for directors, for investors, so we see it really like a gap. And that's why we start to think like Shimei's could be a very good program empowering women but at the same time, try to build an ecosystem of values. And a little bit the story behind bringing like an ecosystem through the impact of the community. And yeah, that's I think why what we really were thinking at the very beginning of the, let's say 2020, when we did the proposal and when it starts in 2021, I start to look for such ecosystems. So we start to map everything in the innovation in all, let's say, labs and also how uh, partners are collaborating. But at the end, we said that it's something that it's missing to glue them. So when I find your book, that was very like, I don't know how can I call you, but this like click, like, ah, but actually we have this, we did this, like kind of a a line, you know, that it brings us like a kind of clarity how to integrate it, but at the same time, because the canvas, what you propose is for more for startups, we adapt this for a European project, including also other, other let's say, I don't know, milestones like or other like columns in order to structure our canvas as we see it. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> And then what are the results now for, for the project? I am not sure if it is uh, around the canvas, the results of the canvas, or around the project, but we have two years project. We produce several activities, like more beyond what, you know, in a, in a European project, you think about the KPIs and what you have to deliver. But at the end, I think that because the project was based on collaboration with more beyond than this because we wanted to do it because we have the resources to collaborate each other and the labs and especially the people 
uh, which is the, the part that, that, let's say, Matrix and, and me were leading, were like very engaged to, to do activities around the 18 labs and collaborating with the ambassadors, uh, supporting mobilization in between the ambassadors. So at the end, we have stories and a community that really want to keep going. At the end, I think that that was the goal that we wanted to bring to this ecosystem, an ecosystem that is meaningful, that they want to continue and give it sustainability, although the project will end now in December. That's what we wanted to try with the, with, also with the ecosystem. And, and it's nice that you see in the, in the line of the ecosystem, we based a lot the idea of an ecosystem in a biological way, how you have a systemic ecosystem. And at the very beginning, it sounds like weird. But after when you see all the results, it's like, you remember that we say that you can be a traveler and identify some ways to integrate in the ecosystem, but after you can develop your own ecosystem. And now it's like, now I understand why. <laughs> That's what brings meaningful and resonance in the She Makes Innovation ecosystem. And then the point was as well that like you were using this innovation ecosystem canvas for She Makes, but as well to connect different ecosystems in one to have this perspective. So how do you use the canvas and why exactly? So what was the first step for you? Yes, I mentioned before we have two programs to existing ecosystems. But at the same time, when you start to do an ecosystem, you have, let's say, the background. You start to understand like the steps or that, that's something that we, we start really before. But I think that in a sense, what it was interesting was to map what exactly you already have and what maybe is missing. And starting in this point, we see in the in the lines and also especially, of course, when you when you make a, a proposal and in this what we call meta level of innovation, because in a sense you have something at the very beginning to do like a strategy, how you will apply these steps. And what, uh, especially in a European project, what, as I said, uh, already apply or what are you trying to plan? And after that, that was like, the, I guess, the, the first steps. And then define these and propose what, what could come in the next. And the second part, let's say the step after doing the innovation ecosystem is to communicate this to the partners in order to familiarize the people with this kind of ecosystem, understanding that how it's important that people understand that the collaboration play a fundamental role. And it's not only about the communication, but it's about like this will put an action, let's say an action, this ecosystem. And this is the basic steps that we did, of course, without being like very, very, very in deep, let's say. But some points that I can highlight is that, for example, when we identify already the, the points, the values, the activities, but also something that helped a lot to communicate this ecosystem is that we didn't do really like a manifesto, but like kind of a values, the social change makers, let's say. And after everyone would start to identify with it, we identified five values, like 
empowering, welcome differences, equality. And after we start to see that people adapt these values in several ways. Something very simple, for example, in a workshop, someone says like, I welcome differences. I have left hand scissors, for example. And they say like, yes, that's a point that it's welcome differences. No? So, or that we are trying to empower it. Like from the ambassadors and participants until the advisory was like, like, yes, that's what she makes, no? And that's why we are innovating. You need your own innovation ecosystem platform. We can reproduce it for you as a SaaS or white label. And we have customers you can talk to about their experiences. Send us an email at hello at collabwith.com and we can explain to you how you can use it for your own innovation ecosystem. I was this week with you in one of these activities you are doing inside CMAKES and I was very surprised everyone was aligned on the mindset and the wording about innovation and collaboration, we had to collaborate, you know, it was very clear you had work behind the scenes, you know, of educating the community. It was super mega clear. It was like, oh my God, I am here <laughs> in the place, like everyone is aligned about innovation and collaboration and they know what does it mean, you know, and you were feeling this feeling of sharing the knowledge yeah. and it was very positive. It was innovation and this kind of event in a positive mindset so it was super clear yes i was uh, recognizing this how can bring the value if you start to share and after it's like contagious you know it's not that i am telling you ah you have to do this canvas no it's like ah you are doing suddenly the other side like ah but why i am not doing i want to do it and i think that it's this part of how we are bringing change in mindset, no, and especially when we are talking about sustainability, is very important to to change the mindset because we cannot just expect that because the material is another one, then we are just thinking that this will make a difference. The difference is coming from the community and building these relationships that it will help us to make a change. Another point that I can see is that, uh, especially, I mean, independently, of course, if it is um, women or men, let's say in, in gender and especially in women ecosystems, we are trying to establish this network that we are moving in a collective. That's what we make the analogy of a, a weave, no? So that we are making like a, a, a weave that it's establishing this connections and relationships and after you don't feel alone at the end you are really a part of this space that it's bringing that if you make something you have the support of the others and yeah it's it's like bringing a kind of a, a difference lose the fear and have courage but the courage is like a collective something like this yeah i think you mentioned already the part of how was the path for you to first analyze the innovation ecosystem canvas and then what was the consequence inside your team so i think you mentioned the part of it was clarity at the end and it was like a roadmap for you what to do and like you were consciously knowing like i am doing this because i will have this consequence at the end 
Yes, I have to say that in the position of like developing the, a methodology at the very beginning, it's, it's difficult. I mean, when you have already an example, of course, if I am in another project, I can see, yeah, this is how we apply. And in the next one, it will happen this. But we didn't have this. I mean, yeah, it was the first time. It was the first time, exactly. And, and therefore, I think that the idea of coming in a book, you know, and I already told you that maybe my, my partners that are brilliant people who, who did this, that who has a long experience, let's say, in a traditional way, you know, apply for projects for the European Union, who, for me, especially, this is the first time I am working in, in a such a project. And therefore, you have like this fear, like, I am doing this well? No, maybe, how can I do it different? And therefore, starting to find this was like, ah, another person is doing this. Let's ask her and let's talk about it and see how also in other ecosystems that maybe are not in textile industry support through your experience in the book, they are doing this. And they are also bringing this innovation. That was for me uh, a huge help to understand that that could be possible. And, and maybe as I said, that still these ecosystems that are very like systematic, but at the same time, as in biology, could be chaotic in a sense that you have many dots and their dots depend one each other. So with an ecosystem or let's say like mapping it, it could be very helpful. And after, let's say, having this structure, you can communicate to the others. At the end, look like uh, that we have like kind of steps that, that we can follow. You know? This is a path, but at the same time, in future, I hope that it's, it's like a first proposal as, as you did and I am complimenting and maybe another lab will adapt after for their own requirements. And that's what at the end we are expecting for generations. I don't expect that it's for me, it's for, for the others also and that the community will readapt and, and it will be nice to see in 10 years, maybe we have another innovation ecosystem canvas that it's uh, built upon it. Yeah, we update it with the times. <laughs> with the time, exactly, exactly. That's the beauty, I think, of an ecosystem that it's built on collaboration because at the end, you are putting like a seed that it will be modified, reproduced, and we are collaborating because others can also benefit from it, but also it's like kind of a contribution of your work, so you can also reinterpret it and make in different ways in, in future, no? Also, when you educate also, that's, that's also what you're expecting, no? That it grows, no? Like, <laughs> like a plant, like a kid. Yeah, it's a part of the organic biology ecosystem, including fauna and flora. You can imagine, like, we are in a desert and we want to create an oasis. At the beginning, you have a lot of work because you have to plant a lot, you have to water, you have to take care of everything. And the ecosystem is coming, you know, animals are coming to the new plants are created. And at the end, it's standalone when it's there. And I think that's the beauty of the ecosystems. And everyone is in symbiosis. We need each other. Exactly. And we have several actors and everyone is important. 
So I think this is the part of the values as well of respect. But when I was creating the ecosystem canvas, it was so to be so simple to, to follow, but as well uh, this, the basic structure every ecosystem needs independently of the time and independent of the, the industry or the cluster or what you are doing. Like it has not to be a specific, no, it has to be a standard for everyone. And I think that's the beauty. Like with this, you can grow as far you can and you want to. If you want to be part of the innovation ecosystem of Collabworth in a digital format, go to our website to read more information about how to join. Collabworth.com forward slash more info. Adriana, after these two years working with innovation ecosystems and you know connecting different innovation ecosystems, what is an innovation ecosystem from your perspective? An innovation ecosystem itself connects with the idea of the ecosystem. So in biological ways that how the species, how the elements of an ecosystem depends from itself each of the of the items have also a function and as i mentioned before depend and also grow and also in order to, to be sustainable no so we we said like there are three points especially for the sustainability that is recovery efficient and longevity and i think that these three points that are coming actually from sustainability i really connect with the ecosystem because it's uh, come from, from the biological point of view. If we come back to innovation and if, if we come back to an economical way, we see that it could reflect very well in order to, to develop an ecosystem that it can work and be, let's say, work for itself. If we see this in chemics, we really try to do it and after we presented and, and after we see all these activities and after two years to see that how labs and how people work together with enormous contribution, I can believe that this is already an ecosystem that is growing by themselves. And also to see that after a project and you see that the people is very engaged and committed to continue in several ways, no, and also see how the relationships are building. For example, we see that suddenly the countries that are French-speaking, they start to do something, they start to build their own relationships and activities, and that they want to exchange also between Portugal and Spain. And after we said, like, but we need to do in any case something together. And the ambassador said, like, but we want to keep in, in touch. We really achieved this goal, no? We really achieved to be a, an ecosystem. We said also, like, this is an opportunity ecosystem that we expect that we really in future can create other projects or other initiatives and it can be, also has longevity, let's say. Yeah, that's the part of how I was envisioning the innovation ecosystem canvas as a structure. 
like it changed the mindset and because you change the mindset so the root of everyone thinking then you are doing a real transformation so you have is it this part of is embedded in how is designed the canvas like you will do it and it will stay there because you change the mindset it's not something like punctual but if you bring these people together with this purpose and you educate them to this collaboration and ecosystem is part of their identity already. So you create a new identity for them and it does will stay there because you create new beliefs, a new belief system. And this is why it's working in that the structural way. Yeah, I think that it's not only like creating the values and that they take, let's say, by them. I always said also for the ambassadors that you take for yourself, no, as a role, but also reflect on it as an observator, like understand like what there are others doing and reflect after in a collective. So it's applying it and really looking that this is making changes in order to grow. If I will say this in a word, I think that the ecosystem enables this growing. And after you see like, ah, yeah. It makes a change because we take actions. And after you see that people have a change in mind. And another part in this, especially in projects that has a social purpose of the ecosystem, you see that the impact is different. So you see that a kit, the technological transfer, we are teaching people in universities, but also innovators to apply something. At the end, Yes, they learn something, but the impact that they are encouraging to do themselves, like as we said with the kids, if you see that they now want to teach their own workshops online and that they can interact in another language, for example, if they start to say like, but I need to learn English because I want to go to another country and teach my workshop by myself and I want to do my own website, that you never expect that you have this change of mind we have two years of project but the impact will be not for today it will be for future that they will be the new role model they will be the investors and that's what we really said like ah that's a, a, an impact no yeah and that's a very good project result as well from cmix so that's the question is super clear what is the future and the next steps of cmix yeah <laughs> nice a big question. So I, I think that she makes it also based on openness, let's say. We have also all our resources are open access. We document all the project, not only in a scientific way, but also in a repository that everyone can also do the activities. And also there we receive in different conferences the feedback like, I want to apply this in my lab. How can I connect? Can I be an ambassador? <laughs> yes, we, we want to do everything. Of course, we are open for new opportunities. The first, let's say, resource is the, the open toolkit. Not only we have the learning paths, we have tools for innovation, but also for the role models to understand and to have these kind of tips, how we could work in, in future supporting each other. From the other side, we are planning to do some kind of meetups that we can disseminate and see future opportunities for the project. Yeah, of course, we have scientific dissemination because we still are measuring the really impact because 
we understand from the European Commission the need of having more methodologies and we are trying just to compact them to do this in a scientific way and and looking forward for other really projects that can also help us to continue the work on it. And, and I have to say that unfortunately, these kind of projects in a social part, let's say the European Commission give, for example, support for two years, which actually social change needs like really more in comparison to the technological ones that the weight, let's say, is not other. And therefore, of course, that we expect and it's a suggestion that Sasha projects could have like a longer term that you can develop this in a longer term. And what is innovation for you? <laughs> yeah, I think that innovation for me, I think that we discuss this a lot because especially as, as we have these different groups of women you know, from, from curiosity for, for kids and from adults, we always said like innovation is something new, no? And we said, but it could be new. It could be innovation that a kid also want to do, for example, a website and maybe make a website for them. It's not nothing new, but let's say the way what they are doing. For example, um, they create also a group that it was, I don't want broccoli in my pizza, something like this. And it's a group of coders. And we said like, wow, that's for sure locally an innovation because they are really doing something that is new in the local context. So especially for, for, for this project, and of course me as designer, but uh, someone that takes actions, I think that it has to have a point of novelty. It has to have a point of change, but also to take action and make this doable. And it doesn't have to be that you make for yourself, but you search the tools to bring this idea. It, it couldn't be just not only an idea, but it should be something that you can bring in the next step, let's say. Are you having trouble selling your innovative solutions and ideas? Our Collab With members receive one hour every month to learn the necessary skills and mindset to succeed with the selling and commercialization of their ideas and innovations. Go to collabwith.com forward slash more info to get your membership now and learn every month what you need to become a super innovator. What is collaboration for innovation? Collaboration for sure, therefore, has a very important point, as what I was mentioned before, that sometimes you have these ideas that you cannot do by your own. So, and therefore, collaboration is that we can bring these ideas together. And I think that this is that it's bringing also other rich journey for everyone. And therefore, what we are doing in the labs, let's say, of course, there are different kind of uh, open source, but also in open innovation to support each other and bring from every side, let's say, a contribution, because maybe today it's more important to have a, a good relationship, but that's something that I will deliver for you and I will never see you again. So that's 
why I think that collaboration and innovation is, is fundamental. Well, you are part of Collabwiz as well. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why the question now is, what is Collabwiz for you? Well, for me, Collabwiz bring us and me and especially accompany this journey. I mean, of course, for, for the first part, for the innovation ecosystem, and the book was also bringing interesting resource, but also bringing this platform of other minds independently. What is your background? What is uh, your position? What is your, um, yeah, let's say um, position in a sense if you come from research or from professional area or, or if you want to have funding, it's like bringing a, an open, let's say, mindset and putting these opportunities and bringing opportunities in this moment is a leverage. That's for me, with Also, of course, as, as a platform, but also, of course, uh, as the other relationship in a sense to to find a group that can support, you know, as uh, that you can find also the exchange advice that you can also help others. It has an enormous value for the members of Colawit. And, and of course, as I said, it's not only a platform, it's this another ecosystem. So now the super quick questions we have always in our podcast. So how are your mornings look like? Do you have a routine in the morning? Uh, yes, I have a routine in the morning. Of course, the routine is different when it's weekends and, and during the week, but I always try to have like a kind of minutes of exercise and reflection for myself, <laughs> yoga or something like this. Either if I have time, at least five minutes and after, yeah, take a shower and, and wait. I, I, I do tea for, for, my, for my boyfriend and my boyfriend make coffee for me. So that's very important, the, the coffee in the morning. So now in the pandemic time, he was always, everyone was looking at my boyfriend bringing the, bringing the coffee to the computer. That's like my morning time. <laughs> and where is the place you are dreaming or you have already for your holidays? Dreaming, yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted always to go to Nepal. <laughs> I hope it's coming, but I, I have to say that, for example, in this year, that's a little bit uh, weird because I, after COVID, I had the opportunity to go to different places, to Bali, such a different places. And of course, now I think that, for example, when I go to Malaga and I have these days with sun, and also, of course, the new perception is changing. Now I, I am enjoying a lot. So just to have a, a time with sun and, and maybe just close to, to the beach. I think the yeah. pandemic changed a lot of perspective of when we are outside our houses. You know, it's completely completely different. We are like more feeling and enjoying the outside, you know. But also, I I guess that that may be these vacations that you thought like, yeah, and I have to know and to see and and maybe to change this for a perception that maybe the moment and where you are. So like, for example, share a moment with your family instead to go to a 
beautiful monument, you know, get more important. I think that that's um, what I really appreciate to, to have more like an experience for, for yourself that you enjoy in comparison to you know a lot of places. What are you doing during the weekends? Do you have a hobby? Yeah, I like a lot uh, to do sports, like run. I love running. And this year, at the very beginning, I I just start training for not marathon, but like <laughs> middle marathon, something like this. Photography. I love photography. And yeah, I think that that's my, my, my big uh, hobbies. Thank you very much, Adriana. So that was um, super cool to meet you in person here in Amsterdam. Like we are recording this podcast. And if you want to say something, you know, because you are an expert on innovation, on fashion, on, on women. So it will be super interesting if you have a message for women they want to create a career doing innovation in fashion. So what is your advice as a last sentence for you for the podcast? Don't feel alone. Don't feel that bigger systems is the system. So I think that there are many ways to to create a career, sharing knowledge, sharing the values, what they create with their own beliefs, but at the same time to, to have the courage and lose the fear to create their own either fashion brand or work in a different way to create, like really understand like the sustainability. I think that for me, that's my, my bigger advice. And don't, don't be afraid to ask for, for advice. So, and, and of course, look for tools as Colawit uh, that enable to, to have other exchange with other people. I, I know that many young people still believe in Paris, in London brands, and let's say bigger brands that that are working in fashion, the future will be different through collaboration. And that's my advice. Yeah, thank you very much, Adriana. And good luck with the next steps. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode from the Business of Collaboration podcast. Please share this podcast with your innovation and collaboration friends via email, Twitter, or on LinkedIn. And leave your comments from this episode on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or on our website, podcast.collabwith.com. If you want to get a Collab With mug for free, yes, a coffee or tea mug for free, it's very easy. All you have to do is follow these three steps. Step one. Subscribe to the Collab With platform at platform.collabwith.com. Number two, make a comment about this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Podcasts. And number three, send us a screenshot of your comment to hello at collabwith.com and get a free Collab With mug sent to your home. You cannot miss this. Original music by Sandra Lowe, voice by Kelly Rag. Your host is Jara Pascual and podcast editing by Alejandra Nettel. See you next month with another story and interview. In the meantime, you can learn more about us on collabwith.com forward slash more info.